Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Curiously Morbid, a podcast for the curiously morbid minds out there. This week, join me and my co-host Dean as we explore one of the crazier cases that we've looked at, the South End Werewolf. Oh, I'm so excited. I, and it's a Warren case. I absolutely love the Warrens. Um, and I feel like this is a case that, well, I didn't really know a lot about. And I feel like it's a, a case that people won't know a lot about. So, Danny, I cannot wait to delve into it. I'm really excited for this one. And, you know, originally I was just going to do The Conjuring, um, like the real life case based on that. No, 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 put, no. Yeah, you put me off it by saying it's been done, it's been done, let's move on and, and have a little look at another one. We are not so, there and I'm so glad i'm so glad you did this i know well in the most re- i can't even remember what it's called there's that many films of like warring cases now in their universe i genuinely can't remember which one this was from but it must have been like one of the more recent ones um and like annabelle was in it and it was set in their house but the nun was in it as well and things like that and it was loads of their like ghost sort of thing you know like they'd um like conjured over the years and stuff and i remember one of them um was a werewolf and i thought what the hell and like it was just a dead brief like yeah, little a little tiny snippet i noticed it too yeah and i was like what the hell is that about and it just like popped like when you said to me oh find a more obscure one i thought actually i wonder if there was anything to that i wonder if that was just a weird film thing that they put in or if or if there was a case about a werewolf well what you know there is a case about a werewolf i'm pretty sure it's mentioned within the conjuring universe as well they talk about the werewolf case yeah, I feel like I've just blocked it out at some point because there's yeah. so many. They all just merge together. And do you know what? I went through a phase, like, um, I say phase. I went, like, last week in preparation for this. Um, I watched the Warrens were on, like, the Psychic TV network and they did, the, like, this program and there was a host interviewing them about their stories. And it's essentially just Ed and Lorraine before they died um, on this kind of, like, it's like an American TV channel. And do you know, like, those cable channels that are, like, really low budget and it's just, like clearly one camera <laughs> it's just them <laughs> talking about all of their cases and i was hooked by it like <gasps> wow hooked. oh that sounds really interesting yeah i like it yeah, i like all that sort of stuff um it's crazy as well that they kept like annabelle and stuff like in that in like their own home and things like that it's weird oh madness i don't like how could you do that i know it was blessed in all the stories about like the wood was from like a church like it's so good. yeah but no 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 so like i can't deal too scary too scary for me <laughs> anyway shall we get down to business yes let's do it let's get down to business do one it. of the more unusual cases from ed and lorraine warren's case list this investigation took the warrens out of the u.s to a seaside town in essex england there a man by the name of bill ramsey was believed to be possessed by a demon that manifested as a wolf Growing up, Ramsey was a normal, happy boy. One day, though, at the young age of just nine, he suddenly began exhibiting inhuman qualities. Reportedly, while playing outside in his backyard, Ramsey felt a frigid cold overtake him, and his nostrils were overcome with an awful stench before he flew into a rage uprooting a fence post and the fence was still attached so it shows that he must have quite some strength for being such like a young boy and gnawing on its wire meshing 
and gnawing on its wire meshing. Ramsay eventually grew up, became a loving husband and father of a father of three and was incident free until the 1960s. Why until the 1960s? Well, I don't know. Like, what was suppressing him? Like, why did he just randomly have all these outbursts and then it was suppressed for such a long time? It's strange, isn't it? I I, I kind of like, I'm feeling like there's a little bit of this dropped into Conjuring 2, isn't there? Um, Okay, I'm liking this. Let's keep going. Mm. Well, yeah, because the Conjuring 2 is based in the UK, isn't it? That's the Enfield Yeah, the Enfield Haunting. Jinx, yeah, so. padlock. <laughs> Jinx, padlock. Uh, yeah. So, the early years of his marriage were plagued by nightmares, cold sweats, and waking up to the pants of a wild animal, which he soon realised were coming from himself. In the 1980s, Bill would repeatedly feel over... Bill would repeatedly feel overcome by the sensations he had as a child when hanging out with friends and even once while doing a citizen's arrest. At one point, he attacked... Why was he doing a citizen's arrest? And I thought that. I was like, wow, you know, just... Who, who's got the confidence to do that? I don't have the Citizen's arrest! Stop! <laughs> Imagine! Who do you think to do a citizen's arrest? I'm like, that's not my job. I know, yeah. I'm, I'm Who am I? Les the policeman? <laughs> Les the police. Les the enforcer. <laughs> Les the citizen's arrest doer. Not me. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Not today, honey. No way. I thought that as well. I was thinking, who's got the time to be going around doing citizen's arrest? That's like an extra job. I suppose yeah. good people. Yeah, not good us. people. <laughs> Clearly not. We're, does that mean no? I mean, we're good people. <laughs> But like, there's there's good people, and then there's super good people. Yeah. He would yeah. be a super, but maybe he was trying to do extra good because he was a werewolf. You know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Trying to make up. So at one point, he attacked a friend in a car on their way to a pub, and manhandled police in intense altercations on several occasions. So he did this, like, you know, just quite a lot. Would just attack his own friends, manhandling police officers. I'm surprised, like, he wasn't, like, in prison for a long time. And you also wouldn't want to lift with Bill, would you? Like, No. <laughs> oh, no, you get the bus you imagine? lift? Um, no, thanks, Bill. I'm just going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, no, it's all right, Bill. I, d- I don't need a lift home. It's no, totally no, no. fine. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, would you mind giving me a lift? Oh, that's so kind. Ca- oh, hang on, it's a full moon. Hang on, I'm. Uh, no, it's fine. I get the bus. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'll get the bus. I'll pass. Or like, if I'll... he's the one that needs the lift, and he's like, and you've already offered someone else the lift. Uh, and oh. Like, oh, can I jump in? And you're all like, oh, oh. oh. There's always that awkward moment, isn't there? Like on a night out when, like, you offer just like your close mate a lift, and then someone uh, else is like, "Oh, I live that way," and you're like, "Oh, I oh, didn't really want to no, take you home." No, but you have to. You have to. Yeah. You have to be nice, and you have to do it. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, oh, yeah." I will always do that. I like. I will drive anyone home. I'm like, I don't care who you are, as long as you get home safe. Give me three rings when you get through that door, and I'll watch them go to the door, <laughs> put the key, and turn it, and give, get in. Because you know what? I am not. Les the werewolf. No, you're not Les the werewolf. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well done. But do you know who's a werewolf? Ramsey. Yeah, he is. <laughs> or Bill. So, Bill. in the midst of this... Bill. Bill the werewolf. In the midst of this, Ramsey spent several stints in the hospital, all featuring the same symptoms of rage, 
inhuman strength, bared teeth, growling, hunched shoulders, and hands being curled up like claws. So, you know, this was obviously happening quite frequently because he was always at the hospital, like, getting treated for these things. Which is, it's a bit bizarre. Can you imagine being the nurse on shift? Like, oh, God, Bill's in again. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh. oh. Him again? Like, well, I used to work <laughs> in a bar and I used to hate when certain people come in because I knew it was going to be trouble. Yeah. But, oh, God, he's bloody frothing at the mouth again. He's growling. <laughs> Sharon, get the silver bullets. <laughs> <laughs> So, this is where it gets juicy. So, on the 22nd of July, 1987, Bill picked up a local prostitute and drove her to the South End Police Station, where he demanded to officers that he be locked up for his safety of the public. The police officers, looking further into Bill, could find no criminal history, so were reluctant to arrest him for no reason. So, suddenly, Bill began to growl and snarl like a rabid animal at duty sergeant Terry Fisher. Bill then grabbed Fisher by the throat, hoisting the six-foot-tall, 14-stone man into the air. I apologise for emphasising 14-stone. Like, like it's a, I didn't mean anything by it. I sit here a proud 17-stone <laughs> man. <laughs> it was just me trying to read it passionately. A 14-stone policeman into the air and then launching him across the car park. What strength? That that does show his strength to be Someone's been going to the gym. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. So another police officer was scratched in the altercation. It ultimately took six men to restrain Bill, who had not gone down without a struggle. He reportedly threw officers like matchsticks across the station car park. Oh, my God. Well, do you know what? It's the same thing with the police officers as the nurses, isn't it? You'd see him coming in and you'd be like, oh, no, it's Bill. But oh, I'm surprised he's got God. no criminal history. Yeah, also- especially because he'd done stuff like this in the past, hadn't he? Like, he'd gotten into altercations before. So it's it's weird. Like, was he just let off, let off of it because they could tell something wasn't quite right and or something i don't know um what was the prostitute doing was she like um well am i still getting paid or should i go do i stay um are you gonna arrest him do you want me to help why was he taking a prostitute with it like why did he pick her up and then take them surely that's poor, poor business practice like, yeah, because now he's dobbed air in because, you know, we're talking the 80s here. Yeah, prostitution. So um, it's like, you it's know. It's not illegal. It's not illegal, though, is it? In the 80s, is it not? No, I don't think so. I think it's only illegal for it to have a brothel. But I think ah, you can, right, you can prostitute. Okay. It, it, to have a brothel or to be a madame is illegal, but not to be a prostitute. Ah. Um, so Les, the prostitute, is stood there awkward being like, do you want me to help do a citizen's arrest? What do you want me to do? <laughs> do Can I go back arrest. to work? Do I count this as a break? Like, <laughs> I need to make that You would that feel money. awkward if you were the prostitute, wouldn't you? Yeah, and why are we calling them the prostitute? We need to call that's, them... That's um, all we know. That's all we know. There's no other information I could find. Les the service provider is a better name for them. <laughs> Les okay. the sex worker. <laughs> there we go. Les the sex worker. So, if you don't know about Les, go back and watch, listen to our Haunted Theatres podcast. Um, (laughs) safely locked up in a cell officers began to recover from the struggle only to hear a loud bang from coming within the cell Bill incredibly had smashed through the reinforced hatch in his cell door and his head and arms were stuck through it (laughs) I think 
Imagine one of them little square, square things with your head sticking out. What a crazy night in the office this must have been. Like, these officers must still talk about this to this day, mustn't they? Uh, it's just, it's you bizarre. Would You'd howl. You'd absolutely howl. Oh, I'm loving this, Danielle. This is such a good case to pick. Thank it you. It really is. <laughs> so, PC Tony Belford stated, I've never seen anything like it before or since to see a human being doing things like that. So the police had to sedate Bill. He required a dose nearly three times the amount that an average person does. The fire brigade then had to be called to cut Bill out of the cell door. So it's, it's the fact that all this is going on while he was stuck in the cell door as well, like having to sedate him and stuff like that. Oh I suppose it would have been helpful because he would have been in one place and not running around. Yeah, yeah, it would have been helpful, yeah. They yeah. were probably quite glad he was stuck in the door, to be honest. Anyway. So, the South End magistrates ordered Bill to be sent to Runwell Hospital for psychiatric examination to try and identify the cause for such of the terrifying behaviour. Once in the hospital under evaluation, Bill was unable to, re- Bill was unable to recollect any of the night's events. Psychiatri- psychiatrists were unable to detect anything to explain Bill's behaviour. They could a mental illness known as clinical lycophopery, in which people believe they are an animal. However, after such media coverage of the internet dubbing Bill as the werewolf of South End, a famous duo of paranormal investigators had another explanation. Who could they be? Ooh, wow. It's clearly Shaggy and Scooby. Clearly. Clearly, exactly. It's clearly Ant and Deck. I would have gotten away from it if it wasn't for them (laughs) pesky police officers. (laughs) I love it. Well, so this is when the Warrens got wind of Ramsey's situation and they asked him to actually come to their home in Connecticut where Bishop Robert McKenna would perform a recorded exorcism on Ramsey. Hang on, who's letting him on a plane? Well, yeah, I know, it's a bit scary really. I mean, the things that he is, I feel like it couldn't have been that bad if he was just sort of like let about his life do you know what i mean and like could just do whatever he wants sort of thing like if they thought i think this whole mental illness sort of thing is it's possible but then if they thought that's that's what it was he wasn't really helped much after this they've just said oh we think that's what he's got so yeah oh yeah yeah and then he was just, just sort of left to it it's like but he still well, if he's a werewolf, he's a werewolf. Yeah, but if it's dangerous for other people, you know, like if he yeah. just attacks people while they're driving and stuff like that. Or why they're on a small metal tube flying above the sky. Imagine that you were sat next <laughs> yeah. to Les the werewolf. And oh, then, and then no. you're, you're, you're sat there with your headphones in. You're waiting for duty free to come round so you can get your aftershave. You're sat there, <laughs> you're eating your little thing of pretzels. Um, and then all of a sudden the man next to you starts being like, Because <laughs> that's I imagine, what I imagine he does. And then starts like gnawing on the seat. Oh god, it's it's bizarre. I think because I've never seen anyone act like that. I can't even imagine what that would have been like. Like everyone where they lived must. Oh, don't worry about him. He's just the werewolf man. He's harmless. It's a bit of fun. It's just the werewolf. But then he does do good things for the for where he lives as well. Like makes it. I know citizens arrest. 
So Jinx. He, just, he sounds like a good guy, do you know what I mean? Right. Deep down. So what happened when Ed and Lorraine got involved? Well, so Ed and Lorraine Warren are highly regarded as the most prolific paranormal investigators in the world. We know this. They've got a huge like series of films based off of all the cases and um, like the conjuring universe so they're you know that they, they um they're annabelle i was gonna say they aren't annabelle but like they're like the people who investigated that scary doll and things like that so they are really we know who the warrens yeah, are they need no the introduction they're, they're great Ed lorraine ed's basically like a demonologist so he knows his demons he's like really like that's his focus that's his specialism he 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 has got no um no paranormal skill apart from the fact that he he educated himself on the demons yeah so he's like knowledgeable on all that side of things he's essentially the man riding on the tailcoats of his wife yeah pretty much and uh, behind every great man (laughs) yes there is a woman uh and yeah so a great woman a great woman then there is Lorraine, um, and she actually died quite recently. Lorraine in that duo was the one with the psychic abilities, the one that could like see and communicate. She was well. What would you call her? Would you call her call her a medium? Um, yeah, I, she's a medium. She communicates with the dead. She sees things. She feels things. She is a um, oh, an empath. Yes, yeah. So she, yes. Yeah, so like you said, she's the one who has like the gift basically she's got the skill she's got the skill ed ed tried to give himself a few skills but it's lorraine lorraine's the one with the real skills ed was more the showman of the sitch yeah yeah and then they were like a little duo they used to like go around universities together didn't they and like present and stuff like that and like present on exorcisms and they were actually like the go-to for the catholic church yeah yeah they were well yeah and we're gonna talk about an exorcism in just a minute as well so yes. sorry go on they'd handled a number of high profile paranormal cases that obviously like we know have inspired loads of movies books documentaries tons like you could go into so many of them um and like we were discussing before, there was a, a quite a recent film out, and it basically like the amount of stuff they had in their house, which was like apparently like objects that were possessed by demons and things like that. Because we're not just talking ghosts, we're talking demons, like proper yeah, demons. He's a demonologist. Yeah, proper like, scary stuff. Even worse than the devil. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, or like at least on the same level. <laughs> So it's, uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> On the same level as the devil. On the same level as the devil. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad, to be fair. So they're into, like, really dark stuff, not just ghosts. Um, they see some shit. So Lorraine Warren discovered the story of Bill Ramsey from an American documentary covering the case. She concluded that Bill Ramsey was suffering as a result of a demonic possession Lorraine convinced Ed, who was at first sceptical, but then he later wrote like a, an entire book of his own on just this case, um, to make contact with Bill to provide assistance to them. So it was Lorraine who originally was interested in this. And it sounds like this was a really like a global case, doesn't it? Because I, I kind of got the impression, oh, well, I don't know about this and you didn't really know much about this either. So it doesn't really seem like it got you know, like the attention, you know, like everyone, a lot of people know about the Enfield haunting, don't they, of, of the UK, but I feel like not a lot of people know about this, but then when you read about it, it's like, well, there was an American documentary, so it must have been quite big for them to be making a documentary on it, so 
I don't really know what, yeah, what went on there. Of course it's going to be big. It's a man that thinks he's a werewolf. I know, and but like, six why police officers it? had to take him yeah. down with three tranquilizers. <laughs> it, but it, like, why if that was happening lost? now, that would be viral. Oh, God, yeah. But like, how come it's got lost, you know, like over the years? Like, and it's not as much of a big case. Strange. Well, the conjuring, the conjuring three is due out. What's that going to be about? Maybe, 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 maybe. We'll see. So, this then takes us. So, obviously, they went and um, obviously met with him, things like that. And this takes us like towards getting to the exorcism. So, on the twenty eighth of July of nineteen eighty nine, Bill had travelled to Connecticut, USA, to meet with the Warrens. So, like you said, he's got on a plane. Probably shouldn't be doing that. Quite scary. But apparently there were no incidences. So he's got on the plane and off he goes. He was eventually taken to Our Lady of the Rosary Chapel, um, in which a bishop, accompanied by the Warrens and two armed guards, conducted an exorcism on Bill Ramsey. Oh. So, it's Come on, Bill. We we can do it. We can get... We can get the devil out of you. So I just gave it a goo. Conjuring Freeze called The Devil Made Me Do It and it's not about this case. Oh. What's it, what case is Very it about? Upsetting. Just out of curiosity. Um, so it's the first Conjuring film that's not going to be a haunted house film. Um, oh? Yeah, so let me tell you. Uh, okay, it is... Oh, is it gone? So it's about uh, demonic possession. It is about a chilling story of terror murder and unknown evil that shocked even experienced real life paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren one of the most sensational cases from their case files um, it starts with a flight for a fight for the soul of a young boy then takes them beyond anything they've ever seen before to mark the first time in US history that a murder suspect would claim demonic possession as a defence so it's all about the court trial that it does, really and it was due out very, very soon. But it's been moved to. Tw- it was meant to come out this month, but it's been moved to twenty twenty one now. Oh, that's of, so annoying. Of, of COVID, I think that sounds really good. I think it'd be it'll inject new life into the Conjuring films. However, a little bit of things that makes me skeptical is it's not directed by um, what's his name, James Wan. Yeah, it's not directed uh, by him. So someone new then. Yeah, because he's got scheduling conflicts apparently. You know, if you can't give your full-time commitment to The Conjuring, why start it? Why start it? If you so, can't sorry to it. interject with that fun fact about The Conjuring 3, but no, I do right. like The Conjuring films. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of The Conjuring films. So, just before we go into the exorcism, we're just going to cut to a quick break. Oh, my God, Danielle. I am obsessed with our sponsor today. I really love our sponsor today. Uh, I think the designs from this company are so beautiful, so specific, handmade goodness. Tell us who they are, Danielle. So the company we are being sponsored by today are Blossel. So they are on Instagram, Etsy, all that good stuff, Blossel. Um, and they basically make uh, tote bags, pillows, uh, mouse pads, uh, mugs, all that kind of crazy stuff that you that you want for your home basically just really nice personalized homeware and it's just really unique like i haven't seen any of these designs anywhere and at the moment they've got their halloween range out so obviously perfect perfect they're on insta they're on etsy it's blossel and i know it's a bit of a nice um, avant-garde style name so it's spelled big l a u 
C-E-L. That's Blossel on Instagram and Etsy. Go and check them out. And as always, be sure to tell them the folks at Curiously Morbid sent you. And we're back. So now we're going to go into the exorcism. So just a quick little trigger warning. If exorcisms scare you like they scare me, maybe just skip forward for the rest of the episode. Pull over, maybe go back and listen to a nicer episode like Haunted Theatres where we explore all ours. Um Because yeah. exorcisms are gruesome, aren't they? Like, Yeah, and, and I think we do need a trigger warning for them. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so, um, like we said, the Warrens accompanied Ramsay with two armed guards, um, obviously, and the bishop as well, who was conducting it. So, as the exorcism commenced, Bill began to turn with witnesses and photographs clearly detailing Bill having to be physically restrained whilst his hands and body contorted as he growled at the bishop. Oh, if I was a bishop, I would not want to be taking this job. If they were like, oh, um, we need someone to go perform an exorcism, I'd be like, absolutely not. Oh, no. I'm not um, doing it. Um, that's a hard no. <laughs> hard pass. Like, I don't know why, as a bishop, you'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll go do the exorcism, sure. Why? Why? There's no way. I just Stop. wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I literally would not do it. You couldn't pay me. Um, and they don't even get paid. Stop it. So, no, I wouldn't be doing it, that. It's free. It's voluntary. Well, when you're like, isn't like church stuff like you're like you don't get paid do you to be a bishop isn't it just like you get like your house and that yeah no 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 they get money don't they you get, you get some kind of, I, I, you, yeah, do, they you, get money. do you get an allowance yeah you get an allowance yeah it's not pay but it's an allowance <laughs> i still don't no allowance would ever ever make me be like yeah all right i'll go do the exorcism sure all right i like swirl. um can i just say sorry i did a side goog then go on um so in Annabelle Comes Home, the werewolf appears in that film. <gasps> That's what it's called. I knew it was something to yeah. do with Annabelle because she was in it and she was like one of the main, fo- not the main focus to be fair. It was more all the other ghosts in the house. Um, but it's, her, it, it's, but yeah. her, it's her spin-off. That's where we see the werewolf man. So yeah. they've kind of done it. Yeah, because there's a really scary scene in a car actually um, where she has oh, to lock yes. herself in the car and the wolf's on the top of it. You're like, ah! Um, and like um, the lad the like the teenage lad that's interested in the babysitter oh yeah um, oh. is out there with the werewolf oh this is, do you know what that's such a, like a cliche film like a babysitter film but it's actually quite scary i think and it I is know, yeah i know the conjuring universe you have to take all the films of a, a, a grain of salt and and appreciate them for what they are a bit of silly campy humor mm. but you know right get down to the exorcism come on danielle okay so when bill eventually came round, he was exhausted and covered in sweat however since then he's never experienced any behavior so whatever happened in that exorcism so like obviously we kind of know what happens in exorcism you you know <laughs> we kinda you, know. you're acting like an absolute maniac um demon like beast. Vo- demon like beast. voices beast i'm guessing he was growling a lot i'm guessing he was <laughs> literally that <laughs> i'm guessing all those sorts of things were happening but it worked it worked because it never happened again like he's never ever had any behavior since 1987 
Oh, bless Bill. So, sorry, I'll correct myself. Since 1989, he's never had any of well, that good Do you think that was, one, because it was maybe a, like a spirit, a demon of a werewolf doing that? Or do you think, two, it was kind of like, um, oh, what's that, what's it called when it's like suggested to you in like that state and then you like, kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy? Yeah, or, like, like a placebo like, sort of thing. Yeah, pl- that's what I was looking for, like a placebo effect. Yeah, well, I was thinking it could be that, but like if it was a proper mental illness surely a placebo wouldn't work forever but no but did you see that um case of that um, person with dementia and they forgot they had dementia and they um kind of went back to normal for a little bit yeah but that there's the key word a little bit yeah we're like 30 odd years on now is he still are we still be alive mm, yeah still can. <gasps> Can we get Bill on the pod? <laughs> get Bill Ramsey on the pod. Yeah. Do you know what? I'd love Bill Ramsey on the pod. Bill, if you're listening, hit us up. Hit us Let's up. Ha- How old will Bill be? Bill will be quite old now. I'm assuming. So this is 30 years ago and he was probably like at least in his 30s when he when he did that. So he's probably quite like older now. Like 60, 70? Yeah, around. He might, he might be on the Insta. <laughs> You might be listening to a podcast. <laughs> um, so, Bill, get in touch. Yeah. Drop us off. Become a Patreon. Isn't it mad? Because imagine, like, someone moves in next to him. They wouldn't know that he used to be a werewolf. How weird's that? And then you'd just have to, <laughs> you'd just have to find out from someone on the street who'd been there for years. Yeah, like, the, do you know the him? The neighbours would say, do you know him? It, he been, used to be a werewolf. As you're taking your bins out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, don't get too close to him. It's a full moon. Don't be going over there. Oh, that's what it'd be. Little, little, uh, cheeky, cheeky. Mm. So I don't know, but it El seems it seems like the exorcism worked, and the Warrens treated this as a successful case. Like you know, this was one well, they were really was. proud of because it worked, and yeah, and it and that was it. It was done. They they'd contained the beast for as far as they were concerned. I can see why this couldn't be a full length conjuring film because it's quite, quite like, like yeah. It basically, only w- it, it basically, one yeah, thing, isn't there? It basically is like, oh, he was acting a bit weird. It was a bit dangerous, but then the the kind of the they put a, a lid on it, you know. Done and dusted. Done do you dusted? think maybe? Do you know in the conjuring when they show that um that clip of that man getting pres- that man getting like um exercised mm. and like they're talking about it and like the thingy? Do you think maybe that was Bill? <gasps> maybe yeah because if it's like the one they're proud of it could be i suppose i i could look into that further and it'd probably tell me who that case is meant to be but i'm not gonna yeah. i've googled enough <laughs> i've googled enough so basically to to round up whether or not it was a case of that lysanthropy or a genuine demonic possession these events have left many people really perplexed and disturbed so its association with the warrens certainly gives it a lot more credibility some people think um and it's really regarded by many as the only true modern day case of a werewolf um which i kind of like that we've done a werewolf we've done a bit about vampires i feel like we're getting our way through all like these like you know like paranormal beings we've done ghosts yeah it's spooky season <laughs> yeah which is why i really like that we found a werewolf one it's good um but how da- random Danny, how random that a demon would decide to like be in the form of a werewolf. a werewolf it's crazy because in a world where you can be anything danny be a werewolf yeah be a werewolf 
Um, that should be our on our merch. Can I <laughs> yeah. hijack Jack the Pod for a minute? Go on, hijack the Pod. Um, now we're not sponsored by them. However, I watched an amazing horror film last night. Go on, tell me. Um, so have you have you got the app Shudder? <gasps> no, but I love that. Oh, could you imagine if we were sponsored by Shudder? Oh. So Shudder, I've got the app. I paid a fiver to get it. <laughs> I paid it's fiver. all horror films. A lot of them seem low budget, but a lot of them seem like I'm going to sit and watch them. Um, so I watched last night a film, and it was a, a lockdown film. Oh. And for it being a lockdown film, it's really high quality, and it's so scary. And it's a, it's kind of like, um, did you ever watch the film Unfriended, where it's all through Skype? <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. It's that, but it's all through Zoom, and it's much more scary than Unfriended. It is terrifying. Just to give you the lowdown, it is six friends do a séance on Zoom. Oh, what a bad idea! And things start going wrong. So, best thing about it, it's only fifty minutes long. Oh wow! <laughs> and it's terrifying. So watch it. It's a nice little thing to watch. Um, it was recommended me by scary, to me by scary stories to tell on the pod and. Their recommendation stood up, so I am passing the recommendation <laughs> on. Danny, I thought we could do it for one of our films that we're reviewing <gasps> Ooh, our Joy yes. Spooky season on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. And did someone just say Patreon? I, I think I heard someone say Patreon. Patreon! Um, if you have enjoyed this episode, you can join us on Patreon. We've got all sorts of rewards. You can donate from just £1, dollar, whatever your currency is. We'd really appreciate the support, so check us out on Patreon at Curiously Morbid. Danny, this has been a fantastic app. I really liked it, but I am really keen to know, before we finish off, what do you think? Do you think it was a case of mental illness, or do you think it was an actual, genuine demonic possession? Demonic possession. <gasps> Same. I'm glad we I agree. Um, clearly a demonic possession. Because, <laughs> clearly. Like, clearly a demonic depression. <laughs> I mean, if, possession. If it, was, if it was that, like, I can't say the word. If it was that, I feel like it would be, like, a werewolf is not an animal. Mm. You'd be more like a dog, wouldn't you? If you, were, if you had yeah. that and it's all about animals. And it was, like, like super strength as well, isn't it? So it's and like, the, fa- the fact that, that he had the strength. And that's police people police officers yeah people um, are trained to saying that, that yeah six people they're trained to de-escalate situations uh, or whatever you, wherever you stand on the police but in theory they are a reliable credible witness and six of them saying the same thing yeah i'm inclined to believe them yeah mm. um so yeah demonic possession easy easy yeah i think it was demonic possession as well and then it's just the fact that it worked it's crazy i wish he was uh, you know i don't know like i said i just wish this was more of a well-known case in the uk like because it just seems like really we're gonna make it well known yeah we're bringing it back throwback and you can join us next week where not only will we be having bill on the pod to talk about (laughs) his experience we're also going to be doing a ouija board to summon the spirits of ed and lorraine oh my god could you imagine i bet you someone's actually done that and i think we could make that happen so, 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 Danielle, that is a joke. I wish we could do that on our pod. However, we're currently on local lockdown, and as soon as we're out, we're going to do a Ouija board. So, what are we actually doing next week? Another Warren's case, and it's also based in the UK. And it's pretty famous. Yeah, it's the Enfield <laughs> Horn. Just tell them. Yeah, it's the Enfield Horn. You know. <laughs> you they know. clearly know. 
They know her. Come on. So join us on Friday for the Enfield Horton. It's been fantastic to chat with you. And we hope to see you back on Friday. Check our Patreon on. Check our social medias at Curiously Morbid on Instagram and Twitter. In the meantime, stay curious. Stay morbid. Thanks for listening. This has been an Audio Bear production. And our show tune is Half Mystery by Kevin McLeod. Yes, McLeod. That was fun.